welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And if you're not part of my Light Warrior tribe, I would like to be if you are a sensitive soul, know you have a very important role on Earth to helping uh, raise the consciousness of the planet. You can join us at the thelightwarriornetwork.com, and that's actually a pretty link to our Facebook group and would love for you to join and then Anybody that you know that is of like mind, higher consciousness, sensitive soul, uh, please ask them to join Light Warrior Network as well. That would be so cool. And there's actually a free gift for you if you're new to my tribe. It's at lightwarriorsupport.com and includes my very, very popular clearing and protection spray formula. So today is the first Monday of the month, and that means it's the Ask the LifeWave Doctor's program and each month we do a different topic on Chinese medicine theory, acupuncture theory, and then how to apply this theory to help alleviate some symptoms that you may have uh, with uh, a very important tool that I love to use every single day. It's called the phototherapy patches and the LifeWave phototherapy patches come in all different types uh, and we're going to show you in the show today about how you can patch in specific protocols and specific acupuncture points to help relieve, uh, relieve some of the symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder and other types of emotional trauma. So we're not curing a disease, but what we're doing is helping support the body, um, move the energy around, and to help alleviate some of these symptoms. And this is a very important topic and very near and dear, I know, to Dr. Uh, Loebstein's heart um, He'll be talking a little bit uh, about that later. Um, so today, Dr. Dennis Lopez and, and I are going to be going through uh, some of the theory. As per usual, I'm going to be writing on my blog, patchtrainingteam.com. And approximately 15 minutes after the show ends, uh, hopefully, <laughs> I'll have that all written up for you. So you'll have some nice notes that you can just go to patchtrainingteam.com and click the blog link at the top and then you will see the latest notes and also we'll uh, archive this show so you can refer to it later. Uh, we have a whole page that is just archive shows and that's called the LifeWave Radio page and you can click on that link if you want to hear the show again or any of the other shows over the last few years <laughs> that we have done together. So if you have a question, you can call in at uh, 4 Sorry, where is the number here? 818-514-1190. Hit one so we know your hand is up. Again, 818-514-1190. Hit one. It doesn't have to be about the topic of PTSD or other emotional trauma, um, but it can be anything related to LifeWave, how the patches work, uh, whether, you know, what protocols might be helpful for whatever symptoms you're going through. So definitely you can just you know, call in 818-514-1190, hit one, and then we'll be answering your question a little later in the show. So I'd like to welcome Dr. Dennis. Hey, Dr. Dennis. Oh, hey, Dr. We are Karen, not welcoming Dr. Oh, there you are. Okay. <laughs> a little pause there. Okay. <laughs> hello, hello. Hi, Happy day. Happy day to you. A little rainy in L.A., but uh, otherwise, awesome day. All right. So, Fantastic. Um, Glad you can hear me. Sounds like there's a little delay, though. Yeah, sometimes there's a little delay uh, over the radio show, unfortunately. So I'll try not to talk over the top of you. 
It's going to be a little challenging sometimes my, for us, right? Yeah. Um, little little stress, right? <laughs> so uh, we're we're uh, dealing with stress today, and I we we discussed um, Hans Selye's paradigm about stress and how people have an alarm reaction and then um, a response and then an exhaustion phase. Well, the kind of stress we're looking at today involves the going through the exhaustion phase uh, in the post-traumatic stress disorder, and there are a number of them. So we've got a lot of really good information for you today. Um, one, one thing I thought was interesting was see, my, my, um, my sister has this nursing class, and we often walk at the end of the class with her students through the museum uh, called the uh, Psychiatry Industry of Death. That is... Um, what? That's a museum? Yeah, it's a museum. It's, uh, wow. It was created by the Citizens Commission on Human Rights International, uh, which is, um, was established in 1969 by the Church of Scientology. And Lost what they, the audio here. Hello? Okay, so I can hear you okay right now. I just, I sorry, I just lost the uh, what you were saying about what the museum was created for. It was to show that psychiatry is viewed by some people as an industry of death and trauma. Oh. And okay. the reason I bring that up is to show that the way psych- psychological disorders, including PTSD, used to be treated was by more stress, like by drowning, by treffening, which is drilling holes in the skull to let evil spirits out. Oh, and, gosh. And, and, and with um, electroconvulsive therapy, which they still use today, like uh, putting shock therapy through the brain, uh, which is basically oh. like an electronic lobotomy, um, and also using a little more sophisticated methods with drugs and surgery and even vaccines. So um, we have a lot more elegant technology here that can change the energetics of the body instead of doing all that ancient bone knives and bearskin stuff and that is in the, in, in the phototherapy crystals that you just described so yeah uh, much so, more elegant yeah <laughs> so uh the the equilibrium of a reaction will shift to relieve stress and and that doesn't just hold true in biochemistry we learned all that in our chemistry classes, but it's also true for uh, psychosocial situations where people are subject to stress, and mm. and we change into other states when subjected to that. And so there's a spiritual alchemy that takes place in that shift uh, because there are challenges to our homeostasis that cause our spiritual alchemy to shift. 
So in the mm. <clears throat> the points I'm going to talk about later and the patterns for using the phototherapy patches on the acupuncture points that will include triangles uh, and addressing how the devil burns up yin, according to Jeffrey Yuen, when we are uh, in stressful states like PTSD, uh, we, we can uh, correct the energetic imbalances that shifted us and shift back to uh, a homeostatic or a balanced state. Uh, so let's, let's look at what stress involves first and how it's dealt with in, in the West as far as PTSD goes as a form of stress. And then we'll, we'll uh, look at the trauma that, that uh, causes PTSD and then um, the symptoms, how it manifests, how it's treated in the West, and then how we view it in terms of Chinese medicine or Asian medicine, and then what we can do to correct the imbalances energetically with the uh, phototherapy patches on acupuncture points. Sounds good. All right. Oh, I'm glad you can hear me. <laughs> I thought I was talking to the other yeah. <laughs> Uh, so um, when when we're looking at stress, um, one of our patches, our, our major YH patch, can deal with this kind of <clears throat> reaction to stress. We, the stress causes inflammation. The inflammation causes blockages. The blockages create a chi imbalance because chi can't flow when there's blockages, and blockages also create pain. There can be hormone malfunctions because of those chi imbalances. We get compromised immunity sometimes from that. And that can also lead to unregulated, out-of-control cell growth. And our our major patch for dealing with that condition is Eon. So people that are subject to increased stress and trauma can go down that pathway, which can lead to out-of-control cell growth. And our, our Eon patch can help lower inflammation and clear blockages and rebalance hormones that lead to that condition. So um, what's also involved is an increase in dampness, if we view it from, the, from uh, Chinese medicine, an increase in damp accumulation because of challenges to the spleen. When there's an increase in accumulation of damp, we get more phlegm, and the phlegm causes blockages as well, and that blocks orifices. Like one of the most famous orifices that is energetic but not visible to the eye are the orifices in the heart. So we can get heart heart blockages from that. Now, one of the main things that can cause this in our current environment, as we talked about before, is... Um, 
electromagnetic radiation, especially 5G, which is um, millowave electromagnetic radiation. So that dramatically increases our stress and our trauma. I agree. So, um, and Bruce Lipton agrees too. He developed a system called epigenetics, and his paradigm in epigenetics is that stress is responsible for 98% of our diseases. Yeah. Now, we have a, a, a big stress that's invading the country right now in the form of bioweapons crossing our southern border. And that increases a lot of disease, especially infectious disease, and causing a lot of stress. And because of that stress, there's an equilibrium in this reaction that will shift to relieve it, which is causing a lot of people to leave California. Hmm. So um, let's let's get on to PTSD. So PTSD Oh, can I ask a question is, about what you said earlier about the increase in damp? Because some folks that are new to the show won't understand how, how do we go from what you talked about in uh, stress causing inflammation and blockages to yeah. uh, an increase in damp can also cause blockages. So some people might not know how, how they get an increase in damp. Sure. Uh, so an increase in damp is because uh, usually there is spleen chi deficiency. The spleen is responsible for draining damp. And one of the major points for helping the spleen rebalance and drain damp is spleen nine. That's on the inside of the knee, just below the knee. So um, if you palpate that or touch it, if you're accumulating damp, spleen nine is going to be sore. Mm-hmm. So if, if you put something as simple as energy enhancer patches on spleen nine, right on the right hand on the left, you can help drain the damp. So we get uh, damp. I know I get damp if I overdo, <laughs> which is really common. Yeah. Um, so if I learn too much, study too much, have too many tests going on, you know, uh, fill my day, then it's like I'm trying to assimilate a lot of information in a short period of time. That's when I can tend yep. to get damp, and that's when I tend to bruise. Right. That's because worry is is the uh, emotional component of spleen. So if you have an excess of worry, which is what happens when you study a lot and uh, you, you do a lot of um, preparing for things um, like for school or for, for your talks, like you just described, mm-hmm. you also accumulate damp. Because... Um, a lot of worry creates a spleen chi deficiency, and that causes the spleen to malfunction, not drain damp properly. <clears throat> so you accumulate fluid. So in Western medicine, a damp is also known as edema or swelling or fluid under the skin or, or fluid collecting in areas of the body. Thank you. Yeah, sure. You're welcome. This stuff's so much fun, but I I just feel kind of like 
there's so much information we hardly have any time to cover it. So <laughs> I know. I, I so I interrupted you, but you were talking about some main issues no, that cause good. severe stress in people. So we talked about EMF radiation and bioweapons so far. Right. Right. And um, these bioweapons are very concerning because they're bringing in diseases that Western medicine is not used to treating. Uh, they're, they're prevalent in other countries like South America and the Middle East and uh, third world countries that don't have very good hygiene and, um, and the, those bioweapons are coming across the border in the form of an invasion that's not being checked, uh, not even for infectious disease. And for example, the result of that in LA is an increase in typhus in downtown LA. So we have a typhus endemic going on, and um, <clears throat> there are other diseases coming in too. How are they getting across the border? Are you talking about people carrying them across the border because they're immigrants, or what are you talking about? Yeah, because they're invading enemy combatants. I wouldn't call them immigrants. Immigrants come in legally. There are lots of immigrants that okay. are here legally that that um, don't like the situation because the illegal invaders are taking up their niche. Uh, so anyway, that's a whole different story. I don't want to get into the politics of that. I just wanted to talk about the bioweapon that's looming uh, as a stress. Gotcha. <clears throat> okay, so um, if we focus in on PTSD as a stress, post-traumatic stress disorder, there has to be a trauma to create the stress because it's post-traumatic. So the trauma can include the following mechanisms. A major one is rape. When mm-hmm. somebody's center or their, their well-being is violated, violently without their permission and without their consent. And uh, an example of that is MST, which is military sexual trauma. And unfortunately, the statistics show that MST occurs in about 25% of the women in the military and in about 2% of the men. Yeah, that's 25%. That's like a quarter of the women in the military Mm. are exposed to MST, military sexual trauma. Mm. Now, if anybody wants to know more about that, uh, my sister is an expert in that area. Um, My my sister, Heidi, is a nurse, been a psych nurse at the VA and a psych nurse for about 30 years. And... um, 30 years ago, she suffered from a military sexual trauma. She was attacked violently and left unconscious and almost to die. And uh, she's been through lots and lots of therapy to correct her imbalances from that. And she actually wrote a book as part of her therapy called Silence is Violence. And that's available. Wow. That's available from Amazon. Mm, thank and, you. Uh, I'll link that in the blog, everyone. Yeah, I sent Dr. Karen a link to that. So if anybody's interested, they could uh, go to that link and check it out. 
Now, the uh, the VA, the Veterans Administration, has only had MST groups that started forming in about 2007, and they didn't really formally recognize MST as a condition that can be compensated until about 2012. So uh, Heidi writes about that in her book, and I even wrote the uh, preface to the book uh, to give my perspective on how the military has gone for decades without dealing with this um, with this PTSD and uh, how they are finally getting around to it, which is a good thing that they're finally dealing with it. But there are a lot of people who yeah. haven't been through therapy for it that are imbalanced energetically and what we're going to talk about today can help rebalance uh, that condition so in addition to rape as a trauma other traumas that cause PTSD can be abuse like child abuse or spousal abuse disasters like um, major fires or floods or earthquakes uh, wars and um, shell shock, like 25% of our, our veterans are suffering from PTSD of shell shock from wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, auto accidents. Yeah, I, oh. I was in an auto. I was in an auto accident a long time ago. I had this brand new CRX, and I was driving like a wild man which I used to like to do in West Texas. I took it up 120 miles an hour where, where it's all flat. And uh, I had an omen, though, while I was doing that. This, this buzzard was flying next to me looking at me. <laughs> uh, like, you better slow down, buddy, or I'm going to have a nice meal. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, and, and later when I was in New Mexico, uh, I was driving that CRX down this windy dirt road that's right after a, a new rain. And you know how when it rains after it hasn't rained for a long time, there's a lot of dirt and oil in the road. Well, it was really slick. I was supposed to be going like 20, 30 miles an hour, and I was doing 80. And I flipped, and I smashed into the side of the mountain, and... There was a guardrail just ahead of me that had this really steep ravine. But my guardian angels, like, cushioned me with this this chi ball around me. And the whole car was totaled, but I didn't even get a scratch. And I reached up, and I turned the ignition off, and I kicked the door open. And fortunately, I was fine. But a few days after that, I had PTSD from the trauma. Mm. <laughs> Wow, thanks for sharing that story. Crazy stuff. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Well, I got a lot of crazy stuff that's happened to me. So there's a lot of um, violence that causes trauma, like attacks. And, um, And, for example, I'm a martial artist, and... Well, one other thing that happened to me which caused PTSD was when I was a kid, 
on the playground in elementary school, which was um, Marquez Elementary out here in L.A., this um, Nazi kid, and this was in like the the late 50s, about Mm -hmm. maybe 10 or 15 years after World War II, his parents were Nazis and and uh, he wow. would sneak up to me on the playground on the on the playground with a hangman's noose, and sneak up behind me and, and put it around my neck and try to drag me around the playground. And oh I wasn't going to put up with that nonsense. So my grandmother put me in Santa Monica YMCA judo class, and that started my martial art career. I didn't like getting slammed around in the judo class either. And eventually I studied all kinds of other martial arts and became Udancha, which is black belt level in the, in the, the mid seventies in um, Aikijutsu and Aikido. And um, that's what interested me in Chi, which is the energy of the life force because of my martial art background. And so I eventually went to Asian medical school to study how to use acupuncture and how to do other forms of therapy with chi. And so that's Interesting. some of those skills. Some of those skills are what I'm sharing with y'all today. But the, those skills that Very I have cool. stem stem from uh, trauma and from violence of uh, World War II. It's amazing how the universe uh, helps us uh, in doing our mission. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So there's an example of how the equilibrium of a reaction will shift to relieve stress. Yeah, yeah. So other forms of trauma, in my view, are vaccines. Vaccines uh, have adjuvants in them that cause a lot of trauma to the nervous system and to the immune system, damage us neurologically, cause autism and ADHD and and other um, neurological damage. We've got formaldehyde in them. And, you know, I used to work with cadavers. And I think I told you the story about Abra Cadaver once. When I was uh, working at Northwestern Medical School studying athletic training, we had this cart that we used for dissection. And when we started, when we were getting the cadaver ready for dissection, we'd open the cabinet. And these doors flapped from both sides over the cadaver. Mm -hmm. And we would flip the door open. And as we did that, this uh, pulley lever system that was on the chain would raise the cadaver up from its storage below. And so that's as if right. it, it was rising up as if it were like magic, so we called it Abra Cadaver. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> that's anyway, where that term the, came from. Okay. Right. <laughs> so the point of my that is even with two pairs of surgical gloves on made out of latex, the formaldehyde from the cadaver would still get through the latex and numb my hand. That's the wow. same formaldehyde, the same formaldehyde that's used in vaccines. 
Mm. You can, so you can imagine what it does to the body when you inject it in spaces that are supposed to be sterile and not have those kinds of chemicals in it. Oh, I, I, I got to tell you, I hated going into that room because I loved, like, I loved anatomy and I was so curious. I was never afraid of, you know, dead bodies or whatever, but, um, but the smell and just, it would be all over my lab coat. Uh, like just the smell would just permeate all my clothes and, oh, I couldn't wait to like finish year one <laughs> and get out of that room. Um, right. it was a surgical suite, no problem, but. But yeah, it was it was it was awful. I do remember that. That was really toxic. I can't imagine how much formaldehyde I actually inhaled in in my first year of medical school. Yeah, that has a profound uh, shift on people too to to have to breathe that stuff, and um, and to relieve some of that stress, uh, some of us played football with the organs. But I won't get into that. <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, other forms of stress or major diseases like um, cancer and heart attacks and miscarriages. So um, hmm. let, let's look at some stats here. Uh, about 6.8% of the United States population suffers from PTSD which came from some form of trauma that I just listed. And yeah. um, that, that includes 9.7% um, of the women and 3.6% of the men in the U.S. have PTSD. But as I mentioned earlier, a much higher percentage in women in the military, just from MST. Right. So, um, how how does how do we diagnose that in the West? Uh, we can do it uh, by looking at the cortisol and catecholamine levels in the urine. Uh, those are chemicals that increase when we're under stress. So, if you suffer from PTSD, you're likely to have low cortisol and high catecholamines in your urine. And this is a reflection of an imbalance in the HPA axis, and that's the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. And those of you familiar with the Olivina, Olivita patch know that we can access a rebalance of our HPA axis via the pineal body with the Olivita patch affecting the epithalamus, which then rebalances the information going to the limbic brain and ultimately to the pituitary and the endocrine hormones. So um, there, well, with an, an imbalance of the HPA axis, there is an increase in catecholamines and an increase in corticotropic releasing factor. And the CRF, the corticotropic releasing factor, comes from the, from the hypothalamus, and when it hits the pituitary, the anterior pituitary, it stimulates ACTH, which then goes to the adrenal glands and stimulates the massive release of 
uh, glucocorticosteroids, including cortisol. Uh, people that are uh, suffering from PTSD trauma often have inhibited hippocampal uh, function and, and a, a smaller hippocampal formation. Now, the hippocampus is important part of the limbic brain because it forms memory consolidation. So uh, with this kind of stress, there is a, a, a decrease in the formation of fear memory consolidation. It's like a, um, the, the um, actual mechanism behind denial. Mm, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And there's a lower emotional memory and a lower recall. And and that's that's directed by the amygdala. The the reactivity to emotion is regulated by the amygdala. And um so there's there's often a lower emotional memory in order to repress the trauma. And there are cognitive therapies that help a lot, like um, CPT, cognitive processing therapy. Now, that's the kind of um, therapy that uses the cognition to rebalance emotions. And that's the kind of therapy that really helped my sister a lot in the MST program at the VA. And her writing her book, Silence is Violence, actually was a form of CPT. And I, I noticed hmm. that a lot, a, lot of, a lot of stuck emotional energy got released and unrepressed during that process. Cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, the, the West will also use um, antidepressants, even though de- depression may be a manifestation or a symptom of PTSD, but uh, it often doesn't work to use antidepressants. Um, there's also uh, benzodiazepines that are used and, and cortisols and praises in is actually designed as an antihypertensive, but it's often used to treat PTSD. What is vasopressin? No, praisesin, P-R-A-Z-O-S-I-N. Oh, praisesin, sorry. Um, but there's an energetic change that isn't being addressed. Uh, and uh, one, one stat I forgot to mention when I was talking about statistics is that our Vietnam veterans that suffer from PTSD exhibit a 20% lower brain volume from that PTSD. Wow. So that's been documented. So... What do we see in people? What's manifesting and how do we address that energetically? Because um, in Chinese medicine, PTSD is a shen disturbance or an imbalance of fire and water or a heart and kidney disharmony. So how does all that manifest? Well, we see anxiety. We see ruminations, we see irritability, we see aggression, 
and suicidality, like people wanting to commit suicide, impulsivity or impulse control disorders, a decrease in joy, a lot of apathy, a decrease in focus and impaired attention, motor deficits, an increase in nightmares, psychosis, agitation, restlessness, and insomnia. And something as simple as exercise, like aerobic exercise, like what I do jogging or what you do ice skating or or uh, what I do in martial art like Qigong can help move the chi and blood and relieve a lot of those conditions and rebalance our energy. Swimming is good too. And also mm-hmm. there, there might be some some headaches and dizziness involved too. So uh, some of these things like uh, ruminations, irritability, aggression, suicidality, impulsivity, they're the result of, of serotonin imbalances or even lowered serotonin in certain levels of the brain. And um, the, the lack of joy and the apathy and the lack of focus, that's from lower dopamine. And the agitation, the restlessness, insomnia, and the psychosis, that can be from elevated dopamine. So um, our patches can address even some of those biological conditions, like uh, dopamine regulation can be addressed with the nirvana patch. And and the um, Olivita patch can address the HPA axis, which can affect uh, serotonin. Okay, so for some of those conditions, from clients that we've dealt with in our clinic and also from personal experience, I could share the following things and patches and then I have a bunch of configurations like triangles I'd like to share for major um, <clears throat> changes in spiritual alchemy. Ooh, that sounds okay, great. About, yeah. All right. So for depression, we can often relieve that in Chinese medicine by pulling the chi up at the top of the Tai Chi pole, which is the Bai Wei, or GV20. So by simply putting an eon patch on the top of the Tai Chi pole, we can pull the Chi up. If we're depressed, Yang Chi will be low and sunken, a sunken condition more like Yin. So if there's that imbalance, a simple YH patch on top of the Tai Chi pole like the eon can relieve that. Uh, so if they, have, but if they have a headache and they're depressed, now what do we do? <laughs> wouldn't it make it their headache worse, uh, possibly? 
It depends on what's causing the headache. If the headache is from uh, too much yang coming to the head, then yes, that would be the case. And then you do other things like prevent the yang chi from rising, and you do that by dispersing stagnant liver chi with liver three. So you can put ice wave or energy enhancer patches on liver three with the white on the right and tan on the left. And as long as we mention that, uh, that also occurs in conditions of anger where somebody's pissed off. And that can be a symptom of PTSD where somebody's really pissed off because their sanctity was violated. Right, right. And so uh, they're really pissed off and anger is an emotion of the, the wood. And so we would uh, relieve that with liver three and also, if we wanted to get fancy, we could uh, use the gallbladder channel like um, gallbladder 40, which is the source point for gallbladder. So to use patches, we would put the white patch on the right gallbladder 40 and the left patch, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, the tan patch on left liver 3. Oh, okay, okay, so okay. That, that relieves disperses stagnant liver chi, which is behind anger, relieves being pissed off, relieves the accumulation of being pissed off into the yellow cork from the liver into the yellow cork, which is where stuck emotional energy accumulates. And it will prevent liver yang from rising to create a headache. Because when you have liver chi stagnation, building up it's like a pressure cooker and the more mm-hmm. pressure you put in there the more stagnation you have it builds up and eventually the liver yang rises and it, it breaks out of that pressure cooker and it goes straight up to the head it causes a headache and that often manifests as migraine and uh, don't people potentially like especially like older angry men <laughs> don't they have an increased risk of stroke maybe because of that Yes, and mm. that's not only because of the liver yang rising, but it's also because the anger energy, as I mentioned, goes to the yellow court, and it doesn't just stay stuck in the yellow court. It can go across the yellow court, which is like across the diaphragm. The yellow court exists between the apex of the heart and the top of the diaphragm. That's where stuck emotional energy resides. So you have wood attacking earth from that pressure cooker, and that angry energy goes across to the spleen and attacks the spleen. So the liver is attacking the spleen, or the wood's attacking the earth. Now, we talked about spleen earlier, about how spleen deficiency creates damp. So you can develop a spleen deficiency from this attack and accumulate damp. But the spleen is also responsible energetically for keeping blood in its vessels. And when blood, when blood, if I use TCM terminology translated into English, jumps out of its vessels, we get reckless blood because of spleen chi deficiency. And 
wood attacking earth or the liver attacking the spleen. When that occurs in the brain, we get a stroke. When that occurs in the Mm -hmm. heart, we get a heart attack. When that occurs elsewhere in the body, we get a hematoma, accumulation of blood, where the blood ruptured out of the vessels. So anything that can accumulate a liver chi stagnation, including excess anger over time, creating the high blood pressure and the migraine and, and the stroke, can also um, be caused by non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like acetaminophen that we take for pain. And by the way, that um, accumulation of liver cheese stagnation can make the pain even worse. So you might temporarily be relieving some pain with the acetaminophen, but you're making the liver cheese stagnation worse. That creates more blockages, as I mentioned earlier, with the damp. And, and then and it becomes a vicious cycle of, of taking NSAIDs to relieve the pain, but then causing more blockages and pain. So that's not a good approach. Okay. Well, the acetaminophen is not an NSAID. So you're talking like both NSAIDs and acetaminophen can do the liver stagnation issue? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Steroidal anti-inflammatories and and acetaminophen and um, also statins. Statins do the same thing to the liver chi. Okay. So anyway, that was answering a question about headaches. <laughs> All right. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So another symptom of PTSD is insomnia. Some people can't sleep very well. Mm-hmm. And one one way to deal with that, one of the best ways we've found, is to put a silent nights patch on the right acupuncture point called Shimeon. Shimeon is on the bottom of the heel, right in the center of the bottom of the heel. It has a direct internal acupuncture route to the brain helps us sleep I didn't know that one is there a number to that is that a Uh, bladder point or an extra point or it's an extra point it's not a bladder point it's an extra Uh point and I don't have the number for the point I just have the name Shimeon but if anybody can spell that? remember, you could S H I M I A N. Okay, cool. One word or two words? Uh, one word, in opinion. Okay, that's what. Okay, cool. That's what I spelled it at. Cool. <laughs> cool. So, um, if you're interested in the numer- numer- the uh, numerology of the point, you can look it up in the Shanghai book. The Shanghai book has all the extra points in the numerology listed in there. And I, I should have looked it up. And if I take time to do it now, we won't have a lot of time for other stuff. Okay, no so um, we'll go on with um, irritability. 
people with PTSD, especially MST, have a lot of irritability. And that's from high adrenaline, like adrenaline surges. And adrenaline surges when we perceive ourselves to be under stress. So a good way to deal with that is with pericardium 6 and spleen 4. So you can put uh, a tan uh, ice wave patch on left spleen 4 and a white ice wave patch on right pericardium 6. Or you can use an energy enhancer patch or a uh, Eon white patch and SP6 as a tan patch on the left. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, another way of dealing with adrenaline surge is to uh, use kidney six. Kidney six is just below the ankle and um, I would uh, I'd actually use Sanjiao 17 or triple burner 17 along with kidney 6 so you put an Eon on the right Sanjiao 17 and an SP6 patch on the left kidney 6 and that will dramatically affect the HPA access and balance the hormones and also prevent a glucocorticosteroid surge from the adrenals as well as adrenaline. And that combination I just mentioned with kidney 6 and Sanjiao 17 also addresses night sweats. Nice. Night sweats, night, night sweats are usually caused by uh, a kidney in deficiency heat. And so that combination tones that down, drains the, so the, the false So fire. those are two separate protocols, right? Like the pericardium 6 clean 4 is one protocol, and the um, kidney 6 triple burner 17 is another protocol. Well, for irritability. Yes no. The, the, first, the first one, they're, they're both for irritability. Okay. And then the second one can also be used for night sweats in addition to the irritability. Ah, okay, got it. Okay, now since we're in that area of kidney six, let's go up a little bit to kidney nine. Now, kidney nine is a really important alchemical point because it resets the the yin it moves jing and blood and it resets the yin of the whole body and as I alluded to earlier Jeffrey Yuen talks about how the devil burns up yin mm-hmm. in conditions of PTSD and autoimmunity and uh, that burning up of yin includes the jing which is our essence so our essence is wasting away and uh, that gives us yin deficiency. So we want to reset the whole yin of the whole body by using kidney nine. And that is akin to degaussing a computer. You know, the, the old, um, not, not the flat computer screens we have now, but if you, you and I are old enough to remember those old computer screens, 
that uh, had those uh, long cone things in the back. Well, they they um, developed magnetic fields around them that caused a lot of static on the screen. Well, that's what happens when you need a yin reset or a degaussing of the yin in the body and use kidney nine for that. I so actually don't remember that, but I trust you on that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I Thank should you remember. For trusting me. <laughs> Thanks for trusting me. I don't even know how it's spelled degaussing. I think it's A U A U S S. Oh, G A U S S. Gauss. G A U S S. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's what I put. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the, the procedure. Uh, although I did go to school at the time where we had punch punch cards and we weren't allowed to even come anywhere near a computer because it was probably the size of a room. Um, but, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, the, the, <laughs> the old dual mace computer system that Purdue had took the whole basement of the Mass Science Building, mm-hmm. and we have more computing power in our smartphones right now than the whole basement of the Mass Science Building at Purdue did like 30 years ago. It's amazing. <laughs> Just amazing. Yeah, that yeah. kidney nine is really resonating with me. I'm like, ooh, I've got to try this one today. Yeah, reset your yin. So are we using uh, one patch or two? Uh, well, um, the point's bilateral, so we could put a positive patch on the right, negative patch on the left. And I'd suggest mm-hmm. since we're working with um, kidney channel, which um, is responsible for marrow, that includes the nervous system and the endocrines, I'd use an eon on the right and an SP6 on the left. Cool. On kidney nine. Okay, let's see what else. I've got a whole lot of other information here. Uh, how much time do you want to take? Can we well, go like over check in to see if anybody has uh, yep, let me. I think we, we have some buffer time here. So, probably okay. quarter after. Uh, let me just check. I just put the chat on. Um, so, um, there's a couple of comments here. Hey, Tina. Okay, so she says, Hi, Dr. Karen, Dr. Dennis. I believe that my boyfriend got shot in January 2018. His femur was shattered. Besides him having problems walking, the emotional trauma has taken toll on him. Um, and I think he might have even had a stroke. Um, I told him I would look into natural ways to help him, wondering if there's any way to know where to put the patches and how many to use. Yeah, I think that would definitely be helpful. I think the, the new patch, the X39, would be helpful to rebuild the body and, and yep. then, you know, out, even outside of the protocols. But, um, yeah, so, Tina, we can talk about that in, in a little bit, and Dr. Dennis can kind of formulate a, something for you. Well, as long as you brought that up, uh, what, you know, what came to mind for me was putting the X39 on bladder 65, which mends bone. Uh, bladder 65 is on the side of the foot. You you often you you find that um, some people have a sesamoid bone on the side of their foot, that little bump on the side on the outside of the foot, and bladder sixty five is right next to that. Cool. 
So if you and folks, if uh, you're online, you could actually check Google and just type in image colon and then put uh, acupuncture point bladder 65, and you'll see lots of pictures showing you where that is. And Dr. Dennis, you're talking about putting the X39 on the right right bladder 65. Yep. And then you could uh, you can also find the point with uh, yinyonghouse.com. Mm-hmm. Lots of different ways to find it online. And uh, I would also use uh, maybe a carnosine on the left or an SP6 patch on the left. Uh, bladder 65. Yeah, like the Yeah. Because carnosine regenerates tissue, especially at night. Okay, cool. Well, uh, in, in the write-up for the show, um, I, I promised to talk about three sisters and how three sisters calm Shen. Okay, love that. Okay, so three sisters is actually a triangle. And you start by finding GV24. And GV24 is half a soon posterior to the hairline unless you're getting bald like me. And then you have to guesstimate where your hairline used to be. Go half a soon <laughs> up, <laughs> up, up the midline. I guess when you start getting bald, you grow a ponytail to make up for it. <laughs> I got this long <laughs> ponytail. So oh, uh, funny. Uh, you find GB24, half a soon or inch. Um, posterior to the hairline on the midline. And then you go three soon bilateral on both sides of GV24 and you find gallbladder 13 still half a soon above the hairline. That's a very powerful combination for calming the shen, especially in people with PTSD. So uh, those those three points, both gallbladder 13 and gall and um, uh, governing vessel 24, um, make up what's called three sisters for calming Shen. Now, if you consider that the skull is curved and not flat, and you draw a line between both gallbladder 13, there you have your baseline of your triangle. And the GV24 is at the apex of the triangle. Gotcha. We're talking about like the front top of the head. Mm-hmm. I, I have Groot sitting here in front of me, baby Groot. He's nodding his head. Yep. Oh, I love baby Groot. <laughs> Yeah, baby Groot's been with us all all morning here. Okay. (laughs) Pattern interrupt, right? Yeah. Okay. Three sisters protocol. That's so cool. Yes. Now, in dealing with uh, PTSD, especially MST, 
We want to clear neurological blockages that may have occurred during the trauma. And you developed a perfect way of doing that using the Eon Brain Protocol. But there's more to it than that. In addition to the brain protocol to clear neurological blockages, we also want to clear stuck emotion, emotional energy or emotional blockages in the yellow cord. And the way to access the yellow cord is with bladder 43, which is on the medial border of the scapula. And there's a point called Gao Huang Shu. Gao means heart, Huang is diaphragm. And Shu is a point. So it's a point that accesses the space between the heart and the diaphragm, which is where the yellow court is, where stuck emotional energy accumulates. So that also needs to be cleared. So how do we do that? Well, we can use another triangle, both bladder 43 on both medial, medial borders of both scapula plus CV15. CV, conception is, vessel? Yes. Uh-huh. CV, CV15 is a really important point because... Um, what it does is um, it, it's like it's shaped. It's shaped like um, the, the tail of a dove. And remember I was talking about how the devil burns up the yin? Well, mm-hmm. CD15 is a source point for the yin organs, the yuan source point for the yin organs. And it can treat yin deficiency really well all over the body. Ooh. Yeah, and it gives stability to people with PTSD. And um, it, it supports the heart, um, the loss of stability. It gives stability. It transforms heart phlegm, which, as I mentioned earlier, comes from damp accumulation, developed phlegm. That obstructs the heart orifice. And if you transform heart phlegm, you're going to clear the heart orifice. So that will relieve the Shen disturbance or the uh, the disharmony. So that's a really important point for us to use for PTSD. So um, we can clear the yellow court and the Shen disturbance from the PTSD by using that triangle. So um, I'd suggest uh, that we could use uh, an Eon SP6 combination with the Eon on the right and the SP6 on the left, bladder 43. And then uh, a Carnosine or an Olivita or a Nirvana on CV15. And if you've got tissue, 
tissue damage from the trauma, like the case you mentioned with the bone shattering. You could also use the X39 there. Okay, so, we get so bladder 43 in the back, we're doing an Eon on the right and the SB6 complete on the left. And then in the center, in the front, where CV15 is, uh, sort of like where that, I guess, that xiphoid process is, we're using either Alavita or Nirvana. Did I get that right? Yes, or carnosine. Okay, cool. Or carnosine, okay. Or, X, or X39 if there's tissue damage along with it. Well, like, for example, if somebody had a heart attack, you got myocardial damage. That's a major trauma. You got PTSD from that. So the uh, stem cell proliferation can help heal the tissue. Right. Gotcha. Okay, I'm not saying anything new. David talks about stem cell proliferation and how the X39 can heal tissue with that. Mm-hmm. So we, okay. we call uh, this the clear yellow court triangle protocol. I'm trying to find a name here <laughs> for this uh, sub, uh, subtitle here for the, uh, for the yeah, blog. Yeah, you can call it, you can call it uh, Dr. Dennis's uh, clear yellow court triangle. Okay, gotcha. That's a really powerful triangle. Uh, so if, if you use the use your Eon Brain Protocol first to clear the neurological blockages and make all the other patches work better, then after you get done with uh, that procedure, you go to uh, this triangle and you clear the stuck emotions out of the yellow court. At the same time, preferably and ideally, that you're having a psychologist that understands PTSD taking you through CPT or cognitive processing therapy that's going to unrepress the stuck emotions in the yellow cord. So you got it energetically mm-hmm. with the triangle and also with the CPT. Double whammy. Nice. Okay, uh, another really good point for spiritual alchemy for clearing PTSD, especially when there's whole body weakness, is to use Spleen 21. Spleen 21 is the great low, is a great connector, and it's indicated for people lacking harmony that are psychologically fractured, emotionally fractured, they're disordered, they're uneasy, and they need a great big loving hug from the mother, like like from source. Mm-hmm. Um, so they need the embrace of the one. So using Spleen 21 is like the embrace of the one, making a spiritual journey of restoring original nature or Daichi And uh, this this uh, also tonifies the yin, yin chi, Y-I-N-G. The yin chi is a nutritive chi. 
And uh, it's really good for weakness all over the body, not only from PTSD, but also from fibromyalgia. So, of course, I made a triangle out of that. Oh, yes, of course. We love the triangles. (laughs) (laughs) So, to reverse devil burning up yin for for PTSD and to give um, nurturing chi a boost, we use both spleen 21 points on both sides of the body plus CV-15. So spleen 21 is addressing body weakness and CV-15 is calming the shen at the same time. All right, what uh, what patches? Uh, we could use the same patches that we did for the other triangle. With... Um, E on the right, spleen 21, and SP6 on the left, spleen 21. And um, Olivita, Nirvana, Carnosine, or X39, if there's trauma and if we think DNA needs to be restructured on CV15. Mm-hmm. Now, in a trauma like PTSD and MST, there is a disruption of DNA structure, so that would justify using the X39. What do you mean disruption of DNA structure? The, the DNA can be ruptured or fractured when there is severe trauma, psychological trauma. Normally it has a resonance that maintains tesseract and the biocoherence for the body. That when the DNA is in alignment and it's all the DNA in the body is resonating with each other, uh, which we get with um, harmony and alignment, uh, meditation, biocoherence of the body. Uh, Evil chi can disrupt it. Severe, sudden trauma can disrupt that resonance and cause a uncoherence or a lack of coherence of the DNA energetically, which affects its structure. Hmm. Then it, it, when we're no longer experiencing that biocoherence, we feel disjointed, out of whack, we can't access our multidimensional selves very well. When we heal from that disruption, we're able to connect our tesseract with our multidimensional selves and use that energy to become powerful healers. And and those kind of people are called wounded warriors. That's what mm. makes a wounded warrior so powerful. Mm. Gotcha. Wow. So um, it seems that the X39 patch can help with that increased coherence after the disruption while we're healing. Well, and it can also help us maintain 
the, uh, the the resonance and the coherence to begin with, even without its disruption. Okay, let's see. What else do we want to talk about? There's all kinds of directions I could go. Well, um, I think that let's summarize a little bit. Um, okay. So we've got some uh, points and protocols. I'm just going to go kind of like from the top. Um, so we've got uh, protocols for the depression symptoms, like putting the Eon patch at the very top of the head on GV20 uh, um, to pull the energy up. Let me just make sure I put GV20 here. Um, and then we've got the uh, anger symptoms. And sometimes the anger, you said, can be so bad it can kind of go across the yellow core area, which is like between the apex of the heart and the diaphragm, then attack the spleen energy, which can then cause blood, you know, vessel issues. Um, and then we've got those protocols with decreasing liver stagnation and, then of course, the gallbladder 40. Uh, and then we talked about the insomnia symptoms and some of the um, – um, there we talked about putting the silent nights on the bottom of the heel, which is pretty darn cool. Um, and then the irritability yeah. symptom, we talked about that. And um, uh, and that was um, pericardium 6, spleen 4 combination, or the left kidney 6, triple burner 17 combination, and then the kidney 9 uh, combination, white on right, tan on left, or yin, sorry, yang on right, yin on left, um, combination to help reset the in the whole body, and I think that's what I'm going to do today. That 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 sounds like a good protocol. Uh, and then we talked about the Three Sisters protocol, which is a triangle protocol for calming the shen at the front of the head. This might be a little tricky for yep. people that want to go to work, uh, but uh, you could do it at night when you're um, at home or not or you know, in public, you're unless you're sister. trying to sell patches. Yeah, that's yeah, right. right. Like, if what's on your head, you buddy? Like, oh, it calms. Yeah, it calms me down. They'll be like, give me some of that. <laughs> meet meet my yeah, three yeah. sisters. Meet my three sisters. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then we've got your, uh, for um, moving stuck emotional energy, clearing the yellow cord triangle. Uh, so now we've named that one with the bumper sticker. And uh, and then we talked about Spleen 21 for, you know, when someone's just so broken and weak, uh, from their trauma, that's a good one to do. So they're kind of like getting a hug from spirit using Spleen 21, yeah. which, by the way, is um, uh, for so pe- people that are like, where the heck is that? Um, it's underneath your underarm. Uh, I usually like to say about, you know, four finger widths down from, you know, the top of your armpit. And if you just poke around in there in the center or just tap, uh, you'll find a spot that's sore. <laughs> well, it's um, like, oh, there it is. <laughs> If if I may, um, it's actually six soon below the um, underside of the arm. Oh, it's six. Okay, okay. Six soon below, yeah. So Thank that's you. like eight finger width, yeah. And um, it it turns out that spleen twenty one is actually located right at the apex of the heart on the left side of the body. Mm. Unless you're okay. like one one of my ex girlfriends who had the heart on the right side of her body, then it's on the right. Wow, dextrocardia, amazing. <laughs> so yeah. we want to know if anyone has any questions. Uh, the number to call is 818-514-1190, hit one. So you can either, you know, ask clarify anything that we've covered today or any particular patching uh, questions for whatever you're going through. It doesn't have to necessarily have to do with PTSD or any trauma. 
Um, so the number to call again is 818-514-1190 and just hit one so we know that your hand is up. Okay, let's see here. Uh, I guess we have some folks in the chat, but only, yeah, I just read Tina's. I don't think there's any other comments. Ah, here we are. We have one person. So area code 562. I'm going to unmute you, and then you can tell us your first name. Great. Hello there. Hi. Hi, I'm Jen. Hi, Jen. Hey, Jen. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> Thanks for picking me. Very good. Oh, so um, I was just That's wondering, um, my mom has a pain in her hands. I was wondering if there's any kind of protocol you could use for, like, inflammation for the hands. Hmm. Yep. Great all question. Kinds of things you can do for that. So do you know what's causing it? Um, well, what's interesting, she said when um, her her father was dying, she was holding his hands all the time. And she said after he had passed away, she kept having the pain in her hands. But she also has um, arthritis, mm. so she doesn't know if it's the arthritis or if it's more of an emotional thing. Hmm. Interesting. Um, well, you could use an X39 patch on the right pericardium seven, and that that will address the. Um, the flexors of the uh, hand and uh, help permeate the energy of the X39 throughout the hand. So it was and, Jennifer uh, Newton. Yeah, on both sides. Okay. So use a carnosine on the left or an SP6 on the left. Carnosine on the left. Or SP6. And the first point was pericardium 7? Yeah. So if you bend yeah, so your you're, wrist. You're doing both sides. Both sides, yeah. If you bend your wrist, you'll find pericardium 7 right on the wrist crease, directly below the center of the palm. And if can you put X39 on both sides, or is it just one side? I'm sorry. You were breaking up. I didn't hear what you said. Uh, on X39, can you put it on both sides, or is it just one side? Dr. Karen, are you hearing what she's saying? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. So, Tina uh, – sorry, Jen. You're, you're breaking <laughs> up, too. Reading what I was writing. Yeah, you, you don't have to use two X39s because it works on the whole body. And when you activate the acupuncture point, that kind of helps trigger the other side as well. So I don't oh, think you okay. need to use two. So just maybe put it just on the right the side X- on that. Yeah, just on the right side. And then if you have a carnosine, that's the one I would use on the left. It just kind of increases okay. the the, uh, the flow of chi in that meridian that serves the hand. Okay. Also, yeah, when you're putting them on the head, yeah, pain relief is holding, holding, holding on to the even just having her hold on to the X39 in the right hand. Sometimes people start to get uh, pain relief in a few minutes. Uh, and so it doesn't have to stick on you then, right? You can just hold the actual patch, well, or do you just test it activate out. once it's sticking? Uh, no, it's still active even if it's not sticky, as long as it's close to the body. But yeah, if it, if oh, okay. you, you know, if you really want to try it out, then you can go ahead and just adhere it to that wrist point. You can use it all day. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. What was your other question about the head? 
Oh, the same thing. I was just wondering, do they have to, like, since you don't want to stick it in your hair, if you just put the headband on, you don't have to stick it to the mm-hmm. headband as long as it's close to your body, right? Right. Right, yeah. Oftentimes I'll use a headband for the GV20, put it on the underside. Nobody even knows it's there. Other times I'll put it on the outside so people will ask me about it and I can sell it to them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Okay, I had an African American distributor one time, and uh, he actually uh, has you know black hair, so he actually put a patch on his head, and instead of it being white, uh, he decided he was going to color it. So he used a magic marker and colored it black, but uh, yeah, that was hilarious. Uh, but people still said, "Hey, hey, dude, you have a patch on the top of your head." And he looks at them very like seriously and says, "I know." <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Does it matter the way the patch is going, like when it's underneath, or is it just the patch? You know what I mean? Like, say you stick it down. Does it matter if you flip it over, or is it active either way? No, it doesn't matter. It's active either way. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Well, thank you for your question. All right. Thanks so much. Okay. I hope she gets better. Please let us know. Yeah, so we actually have a... um, a Facebook group. Uh, it's called the LifeWave Patch Training Team group. You always PM me if you can't find it, and uh, you can ask to join that. So you can give us uh, not just Jen, but any, anybody else if they want to give us some feedback on how things are going. Um, Dr. Dennis is uh, in in the group. I'm in the group. Uh, there's a bunch of uh, very experienced patching folks as well as uh, business people in the group. They can just help each other. So it doesn't really matter, you know, whether you, you know, buy from us or another team. Uh, you can ask to be part of that group. The only thing we ask is just not to post disease names uh, to say, hey, can this, you know, cure or treat fibromyalgia or something like that. We just want people to be respectful of the rules and we can say symptoms of blah, 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 but not the actual, you know, we not want to insinuate that we're treating heart disease per se with the patches. Interestingly, with acupuncture points, you could say that, though. It's funny. <laughs> you know, like heart 14 or what, sorry, whatever, heart point, blah, 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 treats, such and such, when we're talking about acupuncture. So sorry about the uh, ringing here. I, I can't reach the phone to shut it off. It's my uh, parents' house. So <laughs> I don't see any other, uh, let's see, I don't see any other questions. Uh, check the chat. I think we're good to go. So Dr. Dennis, thank you so much for being on the show. Great stuff, um, as per usual. And uh so, Dr. Dennis, uh, you're on Facebook. If you could just let everyone know what your uh, call sign is on Facebook in case they want to connect with you. Oh, just my name, Dennis Loebstein, like you're Loeb and Einstein. And uh, you send me a private message on Facebook, and I'll get back to you. And uh, Dr. Dennis needs to look at uh, Dr. Karen's uh, um, group more often to, answer, to help answer questions. <laughs> Every once in a while, I, I guess well. Sometimes I I'll tag you, but uh, there's a lot of a lot of helpful people there, and Dr. Quila's on there as well, and and just to, to help awesome. everybody out. And uh, yeah, we're Dr. just Quiles very grateful, great. Dr. Dennis, to you for for your generosity and and uh, you know sharing your knowledge and preparing you know for these once a month. And uh, you know it, it's just you know we're just all really grateful for for your contribution. And, well, my my pleasure. I really enjoy doing it, and it it helps me stay up to date with uh, with stuff and to pull experiences together. So I'm grateful to you for having the forum. 
Oh, fantastic. Yay. Okay. So that's all the time we have for uh, today, folks. And we'll, uh, Dr. Dennis will return next month in June. And uh, we have some ideas for shows, but if you have some ideas, something that has not been done before in any of our LifeWave shows, please let me know. Uh, and then we'll consider it as a topic for next time. So until next time, lots of love, everyone. Bye for now. Bye, Dr. Dennis. Thank you. You bet. Be well, everybody.